Mm-hmm. Yo, guys. Good evening. What's up? We're back at it again with another another episode of Girls Who Game with myself. And your girl, and your girl Lady Smiles. All right. So um, let's kind of just get into this. First off, uh, Lady, did you have a good weekend? My weekend just started. Hey, well, I'm also talking about like last week. Did you do anything? Good no, I slipped. My, I don't know what it was. I was just like a hibernating bath. I just slipped. <laughs> yeah, I just gained. I've been playing a lot of R6, Rainbow Six lately, so. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. All right, so this podcast, we, you know, we just want to talk to y'all for a little, little bit. There's nothing big, no oh my god what the fuck is going on type of ordeals you know what i'm saying just some little a little sweet in the pot just to keep y'all curious so what we got girl uh elden ring yeah um so that's that's that has become the hottest game of this year and some people are already stating that it's the game of the year yeah, I mean it's it's creating a lot of buzz. Um, gameplay wise, I mean I've I've been hearing that it's fucking amazing graphic wise on the Newark Gen Councils. It it's 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 huge as fuck, but it's amazing. Um, yeah, I've I've really uh, a, a lot of great things about. Elden Ring, and I, I, I'm, I, I need to play it. Right, you are not the only one because you know how, uh, how Roland would always say, "Hey, let's get on Bloodborne. Hey, let's go on Dark Souls. Or hey, let's play Demon Souls." So you know, when I first started getting to those type of games, I really ain't, you know, dig it that much because you know, Call of Duty was out, and I was all into that at the time. But mm-hmm. once I finally sat down to break it down and play. Demon Souls, I was like, okay. Alright, I see what, what you gotta do. So mm-hmm. to see that little aspect in Elderings and knowing that it's a whole lot more than what you expect, I really, I really want that. Yeah, I mean, and me and Roland were talking about this earlier. I'm not really a huge fan of games like that, but I like games. Yeah, like in particularly like this this game, like I, I was watching a boss battle, and oh shit, like that shit gets real real quick, Hell and that yeah. boss was really fucking hard. I wish I knew this guy's name. I mean, th- yeah, they, yeah. it it's yeah. I mean, you're you're definitely gonna have a very long long playthrough when playing that game and not to mention again it's a huge ass open world game exactly exactly what the people have been waiting for that is the golden egg of the goose we've been waiting for because if you really think about it you know mm-hmm. you can explore through all these games you can explore through all different areas but it's not as like a uh, like an open world like Final Fantasy and and things like that so when you finally get to play and it's, it's not a 
a game that's bullshitting you, like just teasing you and just it becomes trash later on down the road, but they actually put their time into building this game. Yeah. And I believe them that is true because in the first three weeks of launch day, they already sold 12 million copies. And out of those 12 million copies, only 100 people beat the game. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fucking crazy. Like, right now, I'm watching this, um, I'm watching, like, the trailer, and first of all, in the background, ass fucking glowing tree. <laughs> and now this motherfucker's in the, in the middle of fighting a huge fucking dragon and just took his eye out. Yeah, yeah, that's all that action. That's what you. That's what the game is about. Is about all that action, about you building up your character to see who can become most dominant. You know, to take out all the bosses. Because you yeah. know, if you if one person come up and say, "Oh, I'll be Elder Ring in such and such time frame," you can best believe a whole bunch of people will jump on that ride and be like, "Oh, I can beat you. Just let me, yeah, let me get a couple more kills." <laughs> <laughs> Either way, your ass fit to play for a good, <laughs> good year on this game. I mean, this yeah, is a long play. fucking game, man. Yeah, you ain't gonna complete that shit instantly. It's gonna take you about six months, but you get there. Yeah, but I mean, some of, again, some of the scores, you know, the meta score is a 96 for the PS5. And mm-hmm. that's, that's a pretty big fucking deal. So, yeah, that's high. Yeah, yeah. this is a really good, um, was it RPG? Uh, yeah, no RPG. It, but I believe so. Yeah, with you know a, a very strong, a, a very uh, RPG. Yeah, with a very deep combat system, you know. So, um, yeah, I, I just I can't wait to play this. And like I said, visually, it looks absolutely amazing on all councils. So I'm excited. Oh yeah, you ain't done yeah. Definitely excited. Can't wait to get my hands on it. So, so I guess we'll, we'll come back to that as far as like once we play it and once we you know we can finally give our own little like actual opinion of it because we actually like played it. Oh yeah, internet is not gonna be long either because I have my whole weekend to myself and I'm about to dip dip and dive into that world this whole weekend yeah. so that way I can talk shit about it next podcast yeah, I'm talk just shit. I'm just playing I'm not gonna take talk that much shit I'm gonna say it ain't much you can with a 96 score <laughs> this shit is like flawless that's what I'm saying I can only talk about a piece of eyelash out the way that's about it I can't talk about nothing else Yo, 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 welcome back. This is the podcast, Girls Who Game. You know me, Hannah, a.k.a. Lady Smiles. And we back at it with another special podcast. So you know that the hottest game is out right now, you know, Elden Rings. And it's been spreading like wildfire. Everybody's been talking and raving about it. So... 
today on this episode we are getting to talk about the hottest game that is out once again that which is Elden Ring which has exploded into the gaming scene with a vengeance quickly racking in 12 million copies sold in its first three weeks of launch day that is impressive so it's going to become even better because today I have a special guest with me who has played and experienced the world of Elden Ring so welcome abroad let the people know who you are Hello, my name is Joshua James, and I am a Souls-like gamer player, and I am very happy to uh, give you my thoughts about the game. Welcome aboard, welcome aboard. Thank you for tuning in and coming in this evening, you know, to tell the world and other gamers about your experience. Let the people know how they can reach you or where they can find you, or what gaming console do you play on? Uh... The people can reach me uh, at, with PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation gamer tag is uh, Jimmy Joe. Uh, okay. J I M M E J zero E. Okay. All and right. um, you can follow me on Instagram at Joshua underscore MF underscore James. And you can follow me on Facebook. Just search up my email, JD James1449. No one four nine nine at gmail.com. There y'all have it. So y'all know what I reached the man. Don't hesitate. Don't be shy. Let them, you know, slide okay. them DMs. You feel me? But let's move on. That's for another story. <laughs> so let me ask you, uh, Joe, what piqued your interest about Elden Ring, right? What what about it that caught your eye? Um before Elden Ring came out, I was actually a Souls-like gamer um, because uh, uh, Neo is part of the Souls-like feature, and I was really, I would say Neo is more technical, um, more of a technical Souls-like game, but it has very extreme similarities with uh, stats and armor and, and dodging and all that. Um, I also had a friend that friend and his brother tried to introduce me into dark souls um Mm -hmm. that didn't really work out well because it just i was just kind of basically thrown in there not really getting the gist of what is going on and how everything operates okay so you're just basically blinded to the layout right (laughs) yes i was blinded to the layout um then uh, i had a cousin that um kept talking talking to me about getting demon souls and he was like it was just like dark souls so i was kind of like skeptical of playing demon souls but i kind of kind of forced my hand to buy it and i actually started playing it and as i was playing it um i was actually liking demon souls and with demon souls and dark souls the similarity and also neo they're quite similar they did is you can say it's it's not really open world because you can't mm-hmm. just like go across continents or you know go a lot of places everything in demon in uh demon souls and dark souls and neo it all has like a path that you have to take to get to point a to point b mm-hmm. it wasn't like a open world so really the biggest hype to me what i believe people um uh liked about Elden Ring was because it was open world and you was able to sprint and actually sneak because you couldn't really sneak in Demon Souls and Dark Souls. There was no sneaking. Like if you even fart a mile away, they're gonna turn around <laughs> and chase you down. 
Well, <laughs> that's funny. Well, can you say that for those who haven't touched a, a, a you know, a light game or haven't even looked at Neo or Demon Souls, can you uh, can you say that they can play those games before Elden Ring to at least get the basics or the balance of it? Mm, ooh, that's a that's a tough one. If I were to give people advice on playing the game before Elden Ring, I would definitely tell them to play Demon Souls. Demon Souls is more clear and and it's not like um as chaotic as Dark Souls is or even Neo. Um I think it was best for people to play Demon Souls than than uh Dark Souls and Neo because uh Demon Souls uh, didn't really require that much skills to learn like Neo and Dark Souls. Demon Souls was almost I, I would almost say Demon Souls is more for casual players to be honest. So you say Demon Souls, Souls has that more of a simplicity to it for where they can learn quicker versus yes. you know Neo having that more complex uh, diagram with it? Absolutely. Okay. All right. That's. Ooh. I want to get my hands on it. I ain't gonna lie. I, ever since I've been hearing about it, seeing the gameplay, my fingertips been itching. So I think I'm gonna get it today and play it, so I can experience for myself. You know. But let me ask you this question: What is it about Elden Rings that caught your eye and made you? decide on that final decision of getting it it's funny because it, I was with my cousin when I was actually uh, decided to get it um, but the basically appeal made me appeal to uh, Elden Ring um, the, the sheer ability to the, well the fact that, that it's open world I mean I, I don't think a lot of people ever thought that uh, a Souls like game would ever be open world like like Zelda and, and uh, Genshin Impact and also just able to able to ride a horse to maneuver around very quickly and, and being able to jump is really Mostly is just the simple things, simple upgrades and simple slice of life upgrades to de- to uh, Elden Ring. I think that's what crave people. Honestly, when it comes to the other hype about um, jo- George R. R. Martin mm-hmm. writing it, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I think that's total BS. Because if you really, well, you don't really play, but if you ever to like study about uh, Dark Souls or even Demon Souls, the story, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it, it's effing weird. Like nobody under, bro, you know it is weird when you have to pay somebody what a thousand dollars or something like that to understand the story. <laughs> so, to me, it's just like to the story is not. Do you even hear people even talking about the story? Oh, no. honestly, exactly. So no, this whole—I—I th- I honestly think they only said or mentioned George R. R. Martin just because they want to basically give just to hype the game up even more. 
Wow. So, so, but I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> talking that, down on the game. That yeah. Well, not to go down. I'm not really talking down on the game. This is just a story. But, but the gameplay is absolutely phenomenal. So by by it being open world, was that the biggest impact that made your decision? I ain't gonna lie, yes. Because <laughs> I, w- I was still stuck on at the time I I, I did play Demon Souls late, and I was basically hooked on Demon Souls. And then then I heard uh, another game, another De- Demon Souls like game, a Souls like game is coming out, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm already super interested in Souls game. But right when Elden Ring was about to uh, come out, that's when it, I I was just my attention went straight towards Elden Ring. Like honestly, I haven't even touched Demon Souls ever since I got Elden Ring. Well, that there y'all have it, y'all. That's he's passionate about it. <laughs> haven't touched Demon Souls since Elden Ring. I'm not gonna lie, that's I understand how you feel because I haven't touched Dying Light Two since the Witch Queen dropped for Destiny Two. So it's yeah, I understand how you feel on that part. So as Elder Ring having an open world and it being as big as it is, do you say the game is easier to play as you go along or it just keeps continuing to become harder and harder? No, it, it will never be harder being able to maneuver. Like, that's like, Josh... You gotta save this female that's being a uh, that just got kidnapped by these people. You got a choice: run on foot, or grab this donkey and go save that save that girl. Of course, I would choose the donkey. I'm not about to run on foot. But so, you know, so is it is it if you have to make those type of decisions, right? Is are the rewards a whole lot better when the decision you make is more difficult? Or the rewards are the same between each decision that you have to make. Ah, that's oh. It's really because, honestly, <laughs> how how it is. I understand the question, but it's like how it is, blah blah. It's like, bro, because how I see it, the question is, is like, do you want to kill? It's like asking a way how to how to kill somebody or kill defeat an enemy, right? Yeah. Do you? Do you want to use swords, you know, do the right way? Or do you want to cheat and throw some poison at them and let the poison <laughs> do its work? You know what I'm saying? Especially if the enemy uh, made you even mad. Like, but I don't care how you die. As long as you die and give me this item, I don't care. I, I literally killed, no, I literally fought a boss for about four hours just to get a get, get, get a weapon. Four hours. I got my ass handed to me multiple times. I, I I was literally on the edge of quitting. But then I was like, I'm reading you. I died. See, this is how you need to play Dark Demon Souls, right? When you come across a difficult enemy, and if you die multiple times, do not get all that upset. Just just study the moves. Study what you're about to do when you get close to him. Because in, in, in Elden Ring, whenever you uh, take an enemy health down, probably like down to 50-ish percent, uh, mm-hmm. he's going to add a couple of movesets into his arsenal. Oh, so, okay. 
So, so it's, it's just it's it's never like a just an instant kill. You really have to fight for your life. It depends on what you're using. In the room, like different, there's different abilities and all the things that you can actually take out people very quickly. But um, especially as a beginner, oof, I, I, all I have to do is salute to you because uh, you have patience, and it's it's different. It's different. Let me. I'm sorry. Let me go back. Because um, when it comes to the enemy, um, I don't. It's it's very difficult. Right, it's difficult to explain because again, the enemies are they 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 have a certain mechanic, but like I said, when you get to a certain percent of health, they start doing something different, and you really have to look out for that. And just like one slip up, it, one slip up can make you get hit like seven times and you dead. <laughs> yeah, just one time. I would have broke my TV. I would have broke my TV. <sighs> and. Mm, and you do can get help, but them helps is like throwing a piece of paper at a bully. So it's it's it's, it's very hard. <clears throat> and and the choices you make. Back to the choices within this game. There's different ways you can go about um, uh, getting what you need or getting what you want. Because in the beginning of the game, there is a way for you to just... You don't even have to fight. There's a way for you to get an OP weapon and not really have to fight nobody. Not just a weapon. Uh, you can get an artifact too without having to fight nobody. Right? And this is where I'm going to talk about people's gripe about the game. Hold on. Before Which, we get into that, if, oh. do you think... Uh, Elder Rings is a whole lot better in the aspect of where co-op comes in, where uh, having someone join you to play is it a whole lot more easier than as it is in Neo and Dark Souls and Demon Souls? Or is he, do you still got to go through that happy process of having someone to join you? I'm not gonna say it's easier because whenever you add new people into it, the enemy's health, uh, the enemy health scales, and mm -hmm. anybody who joins you, their health is lowered. Oh, okay, okay. So it kind of basically keep it even, and and it it depends on the person that you bring in. They can be hot garbage, you know, you. You, you might have to fight this big Tyrone muscle dude, but then you bring uh, uh, somebody frail that can't, that can't really fight, you know, to help yeah. you out. So, and he gets smacked once and he's dead. And they be kind so, of pointless. Yeah, man. It's, it depends, but you, you gotta have the right people. You gotta have the right people. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that breaks it down to it because you know sometimes when you get on Neo, you just want the easy, quick process of joining somebody, but then you gotta make sure you have enough of this and make sure you have that secret it's, code and then you join it's, it. It's crazy because it's it's extremely different with, between Neo and Elden Ring because Neo, like if you, you're stunning people if you do heavy attacks. 
right? Mm-hmm. And if you if you both doing heavy attacks on an enemy on Neo, he's gonna get messed up. Like, hey, especially if you're using a fire weapon or you in, uh, engulfed your weapon with fire, and somebody engulfed their weapon with like uh, electricity, mm-hmm. that dude's gonna get messed up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's no doubt. <laughs> so it's not really like that in. Elden Ring, because Elden Ring, yeah. yeah, you have elements, but it's not as lethal as it is Neo. Okay, alright. So that does that does break it down, break it down for me and for those who you know are wondering tonight. Um, let's see what other questions I have for you for Elden Ring. Like, is it okay? So as you progress further in the game. And you know how some people will are easy to figure out how to farm or you know loot for certain items that you need or are popular in the game. Is it easier to do that, or do you really have to search for your items? That way, you can build up your character to you know will pass later on down the road. Uh. uh... It, to be honest, it depends on on you. You know, I got a my brother. He, I like I I find ways to look for ways to help farm and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm considered trash for doing that. You know, yeah. and and it and it hurts my self esteem, and I go to bed crying just knowing <laughs> that I'm I'm garbage because I'm trying to find ways to farm and crap or looking for weapons, but. All seriousness, it, it really depends on the person because again, some people, some people like looking. I mean, looking, trying to farm, uh, farm enemies to get runes to level up, and some people want to just you know find their own way because it's, the game is more exciting for them that way. Okay. And, All right. That's a that's a good good point of view into it. A good aspect of looking into it. Uh, well, I have no further questions to actually find, sir. Does is there anything else you'd like to let us know about Elderings? Uh, yes, just just some. If if you're thinking about playing it, I mean, like I said earlier, there is ways for you to uh find out how to get weapons super easy and that's that's main main gripe about it and i kind of don't like it because like i said excuse me there is a couple of what there's more than a couple of weapons that you can just run and just run through some enemies and don't get hit mm-hmm. and and you just find find one of the best weapons in the game and um but to me at the same time it's like that's your choice you know, you can have a gripe about that. You can gripe about how somebody's playing. But, I mean, they bought the game, so let them play for how they want to play it. So, but as some people kind of understand, just just that just that being available. Because, you know, let's just say if you want to actually work for that weapon, you know, you don't want to just come across a chest by just running past a bunch of enemies and, yeah. and you just pick it up. It's not really worth, like, when you pick it up in your hand, it's like, man, I didn't do nothing to get this weapon. But if you if you beat a three-headed bitch's ass with, for, for about <laughs> five hours, and you get the Slave, weapon in your man. hand, 
Yo, it's like, bro, I got this big ass weapon in my hand, bro. Everybody getting it, bro. It's, and that's how I see. How, that's how I, I can see how people it'll be some crap. It's like there's no reward into getting that weapon. So. Okay. Mm, so yeah, that, that's that's what I, want, I just want to say. Like, there's some weapons again. Like I said earlier, you do have to fight a boss, and it's very rewarding. The weapon is very rewarding, but it, you know, some weapons it's OP, but it's like you didn't grind for that weapon. It's not really worth worth it. Okay. Not, not worth it, but it, there's no challenging. It wasn't challenging to get that. So okay, okay, so. It's, it's, it gives you more of a yeah fuck with me type of vibe when you beat a like yes. you say a three headed bitches ass and versus you just killing five small enemies and there's a big ass chest and you get it yes okay alright 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 there you goes and there you have it y'all know about Elder Ring Y'all know what it's about. Y'all know the ins and outs. What did he experience playing it? What are y'all going to experience to play it? He gave y'all some suggestions. So, Joe, one more time, let the people know who you are and how they can reach you. You feel me? Okay, my name is Joshua James again, a.k.a. Big Black. And um, you can follow me on Instagram again, uh, Joshua underscore MF underscore James. And if you want to Add me on Facebook. Just put in my email, jdjames1499 at gmail.com. And boom. And then y'all motherfucking have it. Don't worry. All his information is going to be in the, you know, link below once you read it. Thank y'all for tuning in. Appreciate the audience. Have a good night. Good night. Like, there's a path you can take to where, like, um, I, it will help you just it will help you uh basically kind of stay alive a lot easier and just basically level up your weapon now you won't be op leveling up your weapon i mean you won't be op as in just one swing and one tapping people but um you you be it, it's a good start it's a good starter kit start basically competition between two big gaming companies you know that have basically both put their their stamp in the game just in the game in general yeah. sony and microsoft so i think if phil does that i think that would be that it's it's not you know it's not checkers it's chess so i yeah. think that would be a big power move if they did that because it'd be smart that's just me personally okay and I've all you know I've been talking about them getting this bag because they've been they fell off a little bit so yeah I would totally like to see this power move that would be good to see I see where you're coming from okay yeah I mean just just like for the culture you feel me yeah that blue screen and that green screen like yo that's that's what I'm talking about that's what I miss you know I love both but that's what I'm talking about exactly I think that you know, all that was going on between the businesses plus COVID threw everything in the uproar. So mm-hmm. yeah. they kind of threw E3 to the left because a lot of people can't go to E3 and see everything for the first time before we can, you know, those who watch outside of the arena. So it's just, they, 
I believe they they can come up with a way to showcase everything. Yeah, yeah. I I just think like again, if they decide to do it themselves and take their take control of you know their their games and what what their lineup like Sony does exclusives just for them. Like even watching yeah. that shit at home, you get hype. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, it's better to see it in person, but come on. I remember, like, in the party with you guys and watching the Microsoft uh, lineups and being like, oh, shit. Damn, I remember that. Especially when Last of Us first dropped. Yeah, or or Sony. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if they take that shit into their own hands, hopefully this rumor turns out to be true. I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed on that. But, yeah, I think that would, I would love to see that. I would, too. To be honest, I would too. So keep your ears open. We'll let y'all know if it's if it's true or not. But as of now, it's it's out in the air as a rumor. Microsoft may slap your eye on the ass and be like, here y'all go. Yeah, well they need to. Um <laughs> <laughs> You can talk about this one. I don't really know anything about because I don't do mobile. I I do mobile games when I have enough space on my phone because, you know, everybody use their phone for everything they can because it's like a mini computer. But when I when I have enough space, I can download I download mobile games that, you know, Call of Duty has their mobile game as well. You mm-hmm. know, go to Google Store, Apple Store, check it out for yourselves. But for this, Apex has dropped their game for a good amount of while now. They come they came out with new legends. They came out with new maps, new modes, everything that you can think of. They still coming out. They still dropping, right? So there was mm-hmm. a rumor in the air talking about Apex coming out with their first, you know, launch of Apex Mobile. So it was it's supposed to be a limited release before it's worldwide launch, meaning only certain countries uh, were able to already download the game from Google Store, Apple Store to play. Mm-hmm. But on March 5th, 2022, they fully uh, amended launch day and dropped Apex Mobile. Uh, right now, they only have maps such as World's Edge. They only have modes such as TDM, Mini Battle Royale, and 3v3 Arena. You know, they got a small collection of legends, so don't don't expect to see anybody new. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you still have your OGs such as Lifeline and uh, Bloodhound and uh, Caustic, you know, Gibbator, all of them. You still have the OGs, but don't yeah. expect to see any of the new ones as of yet. You know, the game just dropped. Uh, is It just made it to Google Play. So for all those who have Android, go ahead and pre-register on Google Play. That way, when it drops, it's already on your phone. For those who have Apple, it's already in the Apple Store. Go ahead and get the game and let us know what y'all think. Yeah, I'm not too big of a fan on like mobile. Like it's like if I could like hook a controller up, like what I like I can through Microsoft, but I don't I don't have an I don't I don't have that. So I would totally like try it, but. I can't just like sit back and play a for a shooter. You certain shooter games you can hook up your controller to your phone to play, such as Call of Duty Mobile. They do have that function where you can connect your controller through Bluetooth. I do not know if the Apex Mobile has that feature as of yet, but I did pre-register for the game, and once it's launched and 
you know, I can download it. I'll let you guys know. But as of now, I do not know if they have that function. So I, um, yeah, if you reach this point, then you already heard about the Apex Mobile launch mode coming up, right? It has pre-launched already, you know, don't forget pre-register. Anyway, so I stated that there wasn't going to be new characters or new legends. Well, they proved me wrong. So obviously come back and gave us a good present. So they stated that Apex will be receiving exclusive legends first before console. So stay tuned for more. All right. So Battlefield. <laughs> Your game, ma'am. Battlefield. The weather feature is good. But. Oh no, I, I love the fact that you could just like dive into a fucking tornado and die. I would just I'd just be floating. That should be fun as hell. But Please. Battlefield 2042. Um they, they, really they really nipped it in the butt. That means they're not there's they're not gonna continue to work on it. They're not gonna continue to issue out any more updates. They're not gonna continue to work on it. After that major flop of it, they act, you know, it, the, the, the plug has been pulled. But that bothers me because I played the shit. I fucking enjoyed it. You still be able to that. play it, but don't. But I'm just you know. saying, like, I'm just saying, like, what, what was the issue of the game? Like, what was the big fucking issue that everybody hated about that game? Well, a couple of the major issues were one, the function, the movement. To the aiming and the registry of the bullets with the guns, they're stating that even though they made they made the maps uh, bigger, they're still too big for that amount of people for each you know lobby. Yeah. It just it just kept piling and piling and piling. So it's after the you know they didn't expect for it to do as bad as it did because you know everybody lost Battlefield. Mm-hmm. From from Battlefield Two, Bad Company, all the way up to Battlefield Four, a classic, to you know Battlefield Five, where you sniping bitches from across the map. Yeah. So it's from having all that and having all that love for Battlefield, and just for Battlefield to come out, and a lot of people not showing that love for the game no more because it's it's something different, it's something new. I think that's what caused it to not become as big as they expected it to be yeah yeah i i don't know like i didn't really see all that like i i genuinely fucking enjoyed it like i could play on there for hours and i was content i mean maybe i really maybe just as a fan i really wasn't looking that deep into it i should have been like there was some things that was kind of like oh okay that's a little glitch but i get it it's a big game it happens but people are like people like hate this game and i'm like why i i had a fucking fun time i'm no, kind of like i'm upset i wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't go so far as saying hey i don't know why they would hate it 
I think it's just they did they, they wanted something like Battlefield Four. They wanted but something what? like from you know back then. But do you see what I'm saying? Why why is it that we constantly as gamers and even I'm guilty of it sometimes we go back to what was great back then? Do you get what I'm saying? So like Saint for example yeah. COD. Yeah. To me, there will never be another great COD other than Battlefield fucking two. That I hate the rest of them. I don't like the Modern Warfare 2. Uh, yeah, my fuck. Black Ops 2. <laughs> I hate fucking Modern Warfare 2. I don't want to get new to like that. My Black Modern Warfare 3 and fucking Black Ops 2 were my fucking games. And 1. Black Ops 2 and 1. Those will never be able. But there, I know that there will be another great COD game. Now, I, I have preached in the past that I do think that they should remake those games with updated graphics. But I'm not. I don't want another game like Black Ops Two again because that era, that's over and done with. Like we've been exactly. there, we did that era. It's time to move forward. So same thing with Battlefield. Yo, we are never going to get another Battlefield Four unless they remake it. Stop trying to compare Battlefield 2042 to Black to you know Battlefield Four. It's two yeah. different games. Two different engines. Yeah, yeah. Don't okay. So a lot of gamers don't understand that in the aspect of creating a game, you can't keep the same engine when you're trying to create something new and futuristic because that engine just won't work, or that engine just might not work, or that engine will cause a lot of glitches and bugs and all that. So what I'm saying is, even though they want another Battlefield Four. Battlefield 4 was built on a different engine than Battlefield 2042. But so I'm thinking so no because when 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 they say they want another Battlefield 4, I don't think they're talking about the the engine or the graphic wise. I'm thinking they're just talking about the game and how great it was. I don't think Battlefield and like the story and shit. Like I don't really I I can't see just my personal opinion. I didn't see Battlefield 2042 being that horrible of a fucking game to where it's like getting this much hate from everyone. I mean, you read the Reddit, it, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, he told me about it the other day. Like how they was really chomping on Battlefield <laughs> 2042. I mean, like I said, I don't hate the game. The only issue I had with it is the bullet registry. Like sometimes I will tap the trigger of a of a of a gun I have in my hand, but that recall will jump like motherfucking ball sacks. So I get frustrated on that aspect. But other than that, I like the game. I just think like it's just frustrating that like you you know we keep comparing things to the past. Like there's not going to be another Battlefield like Battlefield Four unless they remake Battlefield Four. Then that's different because that's Battlefield Four. But you yeah. can't compare. You know, these newer edge games, you know, technology evolves. It changed, you know, the times change. Like, you know, I, I liked it, but, you know, this this is really shitty news. So I was kind of, you know, like, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> fucked up. But I yeah, I just to those who still love Battlefield, to those who don't give a fuck about what other people say about Battlefield because you play it for yourself and you understand what you, you know, get from it. Yeah, still play it. You know what I'm saying? Don't let them stop you playing. Yeah, I mean it's a fun yeah. game, and they and they 
they have done three updates, which they said originally they were going to do. And this was back in December. They've stayed true to their promise. I felt like the game, I, I liked it still. I mean, have I been able to find a lobby recently? No, I thought when when I was reading this, they pulled the plug. I was like, okay, so shit, is it done? Because I couldn't find a lobby. So I was like, all right, I'll just erase it. I ended up erasing it off my console because I'm like, all right, if I can't find a lobby, then maybe it's like done, done, you know? So yeah. I don't know. It, 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 this was shitty news. I didn't. I was because honestly, upset. I think I think it's kind of fucked up that Battlefield really didn't give that chance. Because if you give a game a chance to get updated and downloaded, people go come back to it and play it because they see it's getting better. But just to do the chopping block, just because the sales is not where you expect them to be, that's kind of rough. I mean, well, it, it's it's understandable because I mean, at the end, it is about it is about the money. Like, of course, you put all that hard work. The developers, they they hats off to them because it, it goes. It takes a lot to make a game like this, you know. And I felt like they they did some things right and they did some things wrong. But to pull it to pull the plug on the shit and just be like, yeah, you know, like because people That's are comparing. So I just think it's it's a shitty position to be in for them. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's what I feel like. Like, but much love. I love Battlefield. I ain't going nowhere. Shut up. You don't ever play this game. Yeah, dude. Don't listen to her. I'll be fine to them tornadoes with her. <laughs> <laughs> Call it for what it is. <laughs> you ain't like the game. <laughs> I did. I played. Look, I tossed myself in the tornado. I couldn't figure out how to get out, but I did it. <laughs> So for this next segment, I think we should really take a deep dive into the whole Sony versus Microsoft buying all of these damn studios, what it's saying, what we love about it, what I love about it. I just think, yeah, this is something that definitely needs to be talked about again. Um, I think me personally, what this is saying, I think that Sony heard Microsoft loud and clear when they brought Activision mm-hmm. and Sony acquiring Bungie, the, the Destiny 2 shit. And yeah. now this, I, I think that it's saying like, hey, you know, like y'all want to buy some shit? We're going to buy some smaller shit and we're going to bundle it all up and we're going to make some better shit. And you know what I think? I think Sony is petty enough to make those exclusives solely just for them. I do believe oh, yes. Especially if it's Fable. I played the Fable series. Especially if it's Fable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I definitely can see Sony taking, being petty and taking that shit for for themselves which I mean again this is what I like seeing I like seeing the competitiveness I like seeing it but I think you know this is saying hey you know we can buy some shit too so for them acquiring the studio I think that's a again it ain't chess it's checkers this is a I mean it ain't checkers it's chess there you go this is this is a this is a good move. That's like checkmate, bitch. Like I, I like this. I like it a lot. No, I don't think it's checkmate yet, because you know Microsoft being real quiet. I think Microsoft made that move 
by taking they, they knight. So Sony came back with a move to take their bishop. And I got a feeling Microsoft hit the back door with another move. So it's going to be an interesting year. Yeah, but again, for Sony to acquire Bungie, I mean, that's the same studio that created hit franchises like Halo and Destiny. That's a big fucking deal. Yeah. That's petty. That's petty. I don't care what nobody... That is petty as fuck. And this is the type of shit that I like seeing. And again, I guarantee it that they will hold some games to themselves. They're smart. I will say that about Sony. They're fucking smart. Damn. Look, money moves. Because are you willing to spend $3.6 billion for a bungee? Oh, hey. How you doing? Yeah, but it's it's reasons. It's reasons behind that. Like, they're they know what they're doing. Like, like I said, they, they know what they're doing. It, and that's the thing. Sony has never been the powerful of the consoles. Like, the, the out of the two, they haven't been the most powerfulest. But Sony somehow always manages to come out on top when it comes to this console war and sales. They've always managed to, even, even when you can't find a fucking PS5 to save your life, <laughs> they still manage to come out on top over this whole Xbox. And this is my opinion. I believe it's because Sony has more exclusives than Microsoft did. Because mm-hmm. each year, Sony will come out with a couple of excuses in the bundle bunch. But Microsoft will come and drop like one or two exclusives. Maybe mm-hmm. one or two. You're lucky if you'll get one. But I believe that's because, you know, Sony, Sony was very adamant about dropping exclusives. Yeah. For the past couple of years before they backed out of E3. But even then, they still they still was dropping, you know, hey, look, this was what we got for y'all. Hey, look, this is what we got for y'all. So it's but it's, I, I, I think it's smart. I mean, you know, I think both moves, both are power moves. Like Microsoft is, you know, uh, went on a buying spree, spending billions buying studios. Sony is doing it differently. Sony's kind of returning fire, uh, acquiring small, you know, studios of its own. And then I feel like those small studios, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like what I always say about, about, um, like going back home and I go to those hole in the wall restaurants that be having the best food, better food Ooh. than the big restaurants. This yeah. is what Sony's doing. This is exactly what Sony's doing. Buying okay. the small companies that are making these amazing fucking games and taking them for themselves so they can own it. Oh, so they yeah. can make that shit. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sony know what they doing. That's why I <laughs> like this shit. That, but, and this is why I love it. Like this is what I live for. This is the culture right here now to complete it microsoft needs to throw that e3 sony's been doing their own e3 and i'm complete yeah. i'm happy oh uh, yeah most definitely i gladly have two tvs on one for sony and one for microsoft just so i can run back and forth in my house it's like oh you see that shit hello what, sony, you, what you got you know what what you telling? But, you Woo! Know, i think microsoft again yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Microsoft again, uh, you know, making these big purchases. I think Sony was kind of sitting back watching. You know, Sony, Sony, like Sony, the type that's like, 
the quiet kid in school. Like he, but he can fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that motherfucker. Like you just never expected. He you just won you one time. Yeah, only one year, one time. Hey, leave it love. No, but he, no, but he the type. They, they the type to just sit back and watch, like the big dude talking shit. Like that's Microsoft talking all this shit and whatnot. And you know, being like, all right, yeah, you, you really bad. But then mm-hmm. that motherfucker, just the, the quiet motherfucker, just come out of nowhere and hit that motherfucker with a right hook. Like, oh shit, I wasn't expecting that. That's Sony. That's Ooh. Sony, and that's what I appreciate. Most definitely. Ah. Uh. This gets me excited because I'm happy. All this yeah, is starting to unfold. For real, like happen? the future of gaming, the future of gaming. My my, I I look forward to it. Like I'm I'm definitely hopeful for it. Like it's it's going to be fun, especially with these companies buying all of these studios. Like it's going to be yes. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it's crazy to to see. In the older generation, they'll know to see gaming from arcades to Nintendo and Nintendo 64 and Sega to progress so far to come where we are now with the PS5 and the Xbox Mm -hmm. X series. It's it's fascinating to see the ideas that the developers have to create the systems, to create what we love and what we enjoy to play each and every day yeah well that and making it 10 times better and exceeding expectations of what we think you know can be in a fucking uh, a console box like it's just it's crazy how powerful some of these are it's like having a mini computer now as strong it's like a basic mini computer you know at home so yeah that's why it's, it's, it's What a what a day to be a gamer, yeah. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. Well, my beautiful people, that comes to the conclusion. We gave you all that we can give this time in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Not taking everything away, but thank y'all for <laughs> listening in. We enjoy and appreciate y'all tuning in with your ears to listen to this uh, lovely podcast about what's going on in the gaming world. So please do tune in and stay tuned for more information. Okay? Anything you got to say to the people? Girl, let these people go. No. They my favorite. <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh, yes, outro. If you will let these people go. Bye, y'all. Stay with us.